0: Hey guys, it's Danny, Um, wanted to chat before the music starts and the real podcast begins. Just to say a couple things. Uh, One, sorry we've been gone for two months, I uh, had a couple things happen. One, right after our last podcast, I got married, Speedy was there, and then I went on our honeymoon, and then something really exciting happened uh, for my wife and I, which is that uh, I got a new job, which I will start in August, and I'll be moving to New York. I can't talk about what I'll be doing yet, but I will tell you when I can. Um, Very exciting, but moving to New York uh, takes a lot of stuff that I wanted to be present for, so that's why we didn't do a podcast for a bit. Um, But we were able to do it today, and when Tony Bennett died, who was one of the greatest singers of all time, I knew what I had to do, and that was to bring on my dad, who you can probably figure out is the reason that I am an old soul and like the stuff that I do. It's because he liked it, and I liked it immediately. And, uh, it, like, if you ever just sit down and ask your parents questions, you're amazed at what comes out. Like, like why didn't I ever know that? And he just knows so much about Tony Bennett. And I think for a lot of us who have been hearing for a long time uh, that he's one of the greatest, but maybe we didn't know exactly why, uh, he helps us understand it. And also just, like, what it took for him to become one of the greats and endure into his 90s. So I was really excited to bring my dad on to talk about that. Um, For technical reasons, we had to do the podcast uh, on a different platform than we usually do. So if my audio isn't as perfect as it usually is, uh, I'm sorry. But um, I think the content is really good. And um, Yeah, my dad just rocks, and I was really happy to have him. And it was just really cool to like make content with your with your dad and the way that technology allows us to do this now even though he and i are two time zones apart but not for long so let's get to the band that plays our intro music called jungle fiction and let's talk about one of the greatest singers of all time tony bennett through the prism of my papa you know old soul, speedy the old phrase of the day is probably an easy one for you but i think it's important to cover considering the week's news it is crooner
1: crooner crooner
0: i don't know if people use crooner anymore i don't I know if people know
1: don't because there aren't a lot of modern day crooners aside from maybe michael buble bubbly bubbly yeah, and even then people call him just a ooh, the smooth Christmas man. They don't call him
0: a crooner. Would you call John Legend a crooner? He can be.
1: He can, he can be. I don't More think it's R&D. the first word that would come to mind, though.
0: Yeah, he's not covering yeah. Frank all the time. Right. Interesting. Um, well, listen, obviously almost anything we talk about in this podcast, Speedy and I probably weren't alive for. So maybe we don't have the right to anything to talk about anything. But we try our best, Um, but we figured we'd get some help for this one since uh, a 96-year-old legend just passed away, Tony Bennett, and I thought, you know what, let's bring in the expert, the man who made me the old soul that I am today, (laughs) and that's my dad, Mark New. Say hello to the If You're an Old Soul audience. Hi, everyone. How are you? Hi, Danny. Hi, Dad. Hi, Molly. (laughs) Speedy. (laughs)
1: hi Danny's dad Mark New welcome to the
2: podcast
0: thank you thanks for having me um let me start by saying sorry uh for Speedy and I not doing a podcast since like May 30th I think it was uh I got married on June 4th Speedy was there my dad dad you were there I believe so famously and then I went on my honeymoon and then I had all this whirlwind of stuff with uh I'm getting a new job that I will start in August. I can't say exactly what I'll be doing, but I'm going to a TV network in New York City. So I've been trying to be present for that because finding an apartment in New York, and I know you want to hear about Danny's news real estate adventures in New York City, uh, (laughs) was very difficult. But now I'm back. I can talk about things again. We're going to discuss things during this episode that happened like a month ago, and you probably already compartmentalized it, but we want to talk about it to get our thoughts out. So let's start with Tony and I want Bennett. you to
1: know he yes. feels really bad about it because you can't see him, but I can see him. He's wearing a bright red shirt and his face has turned the color of such shirt. <laughs> and my
0: really hand really means on my it earnestly. My hands. <laughs> yes, on my yes. Face I can it. actually
2: I can see him. It bounces back between you and, and Danny.
0: Uh yes. So on the Zoom, uh it's a speaker view. If you don't do gallery <laughs> view, this is a, a pandemic thing I had to master at work, but so whoever talks, Dad, you'll see that person. That's that, okay. That I'll probably not need to know this after today. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that once upon a time, too. Yeah. <laughs> and then Zoom's still here. Um, so, Dad, since we're talking about Tony Bennett, I wanted to start here. Um, is he the last of, like, the old crooners? Is there anyone left in that era, or is he it?
2: yeah. There's a couple of guys holding on by their fingers. One would be Jack Jones, who was actually 10 years younger than the, uh, or 10 to 20 years younger than the crooners. He was born a little too late for that style of music, but he's still out there. He's about 85 years old. He's still singing. And um, that's it. Yeah, except for
0: Jack Jones, who was a good friend of uh, Tony Bennett. That's really it. See, I'm realizing I never read any qualifications for you to say, like, why people should trust your opinion, but I feel like you just did it. Like, anyone at home's like, oh, yeah. I've never heard of that person, so he must know what he's talking about. Well, <laughs> people, he had a lot of great recordings, Jack Jones. I know we're not here to speak
2: about him, but he's probably the most famous from my era for singing the theme
0: song from Love Boat. Oh,
2: oh Love oh.
0: Boat okay that is a tv show people have heard of that was that oh, was good oh, dad oh good. thank you good. for relating that to the modern 70s audience thank you yeah <laughs> now they'll know i know love book. okay well you know i do think we should be talking about tony bennett but it is good to take this time to be like hey we should be also honoring the people that are alive too because we do always do this thing when someone dies and we're like why didn't we talk about them more so jack jones give him some spotify listens Jump he's a on. great
2: he's a great singer. And uh back in the day, um Frank Sinatra said he was the only one on the horizon that could be a great jazz singer, pop singer. Are we talking about Tony Bennett or Jack Jones? Jack Jones. T- uh Sinatra, who didn't give out compliments freely, said that he thought Jack um Tony Bennett was the best
0: singer in the business. Really. Wow. A, a huge, huge compliment. And to put this in perspective, Dad, how many paintings of Frank Sinatra do you have in your house? <laughs> As of today? Um well the number
2: changes constantly. Yes. Number. It's it's yeah, number. Unfortunately, down. unfortunately, Frank never had any pictures of me in his house, but <laughs> no, I, I don't have I don't you have, have two? Uh, I probably have four probably have four and then two
0: album covers and frames okay so we have six and i have one of them in my house that you gave me so that's seven yeah so dad one thing i wanted to ask you is i was thinking about this and i was trying to like figure out like the how special tony bennett's stay in pop culture is and obviously lady gaga helped but i was thinking about like crooners who aren't brought back every year just because they have a christmas song right like Perry Como becomes the most listened to man in the world besides for Mariah Carey, like singer every Christmas because they've got these last yes. songs. But I don't think of Tony Excellent. Bennett as having like an iconic Christmas song, but yet he still stays very popular. Yeah, he d- yeah, he does. not that's a great point. Uh, most of the uh, quote unquote pruners
2: come back every Christmas. You're right. Frank Sinatra, Bing Crosby, Perry Como, Nat King Cole, Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett was in a class by himself. In fact, I was thinking this morning that of all the singers of that generation, Tony Bennett is probably the only one that doesn't have a nickname. It's like he mm. stood alone. Like Sinatra oh. was old blue eyes, and Bing Crosby was the crooner and Groner uh, and uh, Perry Como was Mister C. And Tony Bennett was and Sinatra. You know, was also uh, chairman of the board. Bennett just stood on his own. He was a he was like a monument of of uh, popular singing. And he's generally considered a jazz singer. Um mean, a jazz singer and a crooner also, you know, very often when they said crooner, the crooner was really someone that you love their voice, but maybe not their interpretive skills. Tony Bennett, you know, and that would be like a Perry Como or uh, Bing Crosby. Tony Bennett was like an, he acted out these these songs like they were three minute plays and you know so what? Was, i was listening
0: to the good life today and i was like yeah. i can really feel the emotion in his voice
2: yeah i went back and i listened to i left my heart in san francisco which of course was his theme song i listened to it by all the other singers on spotify and even frank sinatra who's supposed to be and many consider the greatest pop singer of uh, all time even he didn't to me he didn't get it the way um tony bennett captured it he just took that you know three minutes and you felt like you were on a cable car in san francisco there's something about it something about the way he did that and um he Unlike other singers, like he really worked at it every day. He he practiced, and he he the school of singing is called bel canto, which is uh, Italian for for uh, fine voice, fine singing. And there were methods of uh, the opera singers for bel canto, and there were methods of practicing every day. And he practiced every day, which is why he was still singing into his nineties. He still had a voice.
0: Pretty, are you just like? Taking notes on how my brain formed.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yes.
1: <laughs> I am understanding how you became the way that you are in yeah. this moment.
2: <laughs> this is my one topic. If you notice I haven't been on here, I haven't been on here before because this is my one topic. Yeah. <laughs> friends can start talking about the movie Oppenheimer, and I'll say, Well, you know. The year the atomic bomb was created, Frank Sinatra recorded all or nothing at all.
0: (laughs) And that's my contribution. Postmarked (laughs) by (laughs) what (laughs) song came out that year? Absolutely, that's all I know. I do that with best pictures. Like I know Mm. when like, someone says 53 to me, which I know, Dad, is the year you were born, I'm like, oh, From Here to Eternity was best picture that year. Yeah, well, that's the only topic I know.
2: And since I'm not into sports, and you are, I don't have to clutter my or or use my brain
0: power <laughs> what's left of it by amassing all this knowledge of uh, sports it is it does frighten me sometimes like what am i going to do with this why do i need to know who is mvp this year but this is the stuff we like right And that's why you know so much you're about interested about it. In it. i'm yeah, interested you're in... in it dad I, yeah. I um i just learned a lot and i wanted to ask you because i feel like this is you can see my pepper is behind me pepper just walked outside um I wanted to ask you, and Speedy, this will hit home for you, but, like, the era of Italian men hiding their Hmm. names. Because it's hard to imagine now, like, I feel like New York culture has kind of taken over and, like, Italian people are are very much a part of our society and have been for, like, a century now. But back then they were still pretty new. And, like, we had, like, people like Dean Martin and Tony Bennett who were changing their names. Right, that's right. Yeah, Tony Bennett was uh, Anthony Benedetto,
2: and legally his name was still Anthony Benedetto when he signed. He was a great painter, and he signed the Benedetto. But anyway, to answer your question, most show business figures um, anglicize their names. The singers, the comedians, the actors, um, even you know, people talk about Cary Grant, and Ca- you know, Cary Grant is the epitome of the suave, handsome movie star. His real name was Archibald Leach. No, oh, John yeah. Wayne, Archibald. Macho John Wayne. His real name was um, his real first name was Marion, Marion, Marion. I can't remember his last name. It Was Marion something? So yeah, yeah. the singers oh, did Bo- the Wasn't one... Bob
1: Hope Leslie,
2: Leslie Lesley Town I mean... Hopes with an S? Yeah,
1: hopes
2: and Leslie uh, Hopes, yeah. Leslie Town Hopes. Yeah, it's interesting. The only one that didn't change it was uh, Frank Sinatra. He stuck by his name, and the record company wanted him to change his name to Frankie Satin, and
1: uh, he
2: he refused. Now, Tony Bennett, since we're on Tony Bennett, he he, somehow he took the name Joe Barry, B-A-R-I. I don't know where he got that from, and then Bob Hope discovered him in this little club in Greenwich Village, New York. And said, what's your name? He said, Joe Joe Barry. That's not a great name. He says, what's your real name? Tony Benedetto. He said, well, let's call you Tony Bennett. And then he was just Tony Bennett. Wait, Bob Hope did that? Yeah, Bob Hope did that. Bob Hope discovered and named Tony Bennett? Uh, Bob Hope discovered... uh, Yeah, the next day he had him as his opening act at the Paramount Theater in New York, which was the mecca in New York for... um, for singers that's where Frank Sinatra you know, kids first went crazy over Frank Sinatra Paramount Theater on Broadway yeah and Tony Bennett and then um, a few months later he signed with uh, Columbia Records which was the number one record company for singers and I think he was 23 or 24 and that was around 1950 and here it is 2023 we're still talking about him it's amazing it's an amazing run
0: Speedy isn't no my one's dad. Had great. A no oh one's yeah, had a like I think him. your
1: dad should be on the podcast every other episode. Every Why are episode. we here?
0: Why are you and I doing this? Yeah, podcast?
2: this <laughs> he sh- this is his podcast. I think <laughs> this He's is my over. one topic. Don't don't ask me about anything else.
0: It's not. I mean, it's your one genre, but it's not your one topic. I mean, you could go all day if I yeah. asked you to tell me about Johnny Carson. You would go all day too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, somebody already does the Carson podcast. There's a Carson <laughs> podcast and speedy yeah, we that... buy them. Do we have money in the account? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, let me jump over the piggy bank and shake it.
0: <laughs> he's I don't know where he gets these
2: guests from, but he's had like a, a number of people that have been on the Carson show or in the backstage and uh the logo for I don't know, maybe I'm talking too much. The logo for the Carson podcast is that mug that johnny had on his desk with the picture of johnny that's if you remember that at all mm-hmm. from the mm-hmm. videos. uh and that's the logo for the uh the podcast that's so, right. yeah yeah
0: so father yes you saw tony three times with three times but i think God. a lot of people speedy and i's age uh, probably maybe first heard of him because of Lady Gaga, and you saw yes. him with Lady Gaga. What do you know? What year that was? Was that sixteen, <gasps> yeah, um, sixteen or
2: seventeen? We moved in eighteen, so it was probably sixteen or seventeen. I technically I saw him with, with Lady Gaga twice, and, and once, was That's my dad. Con- yeah. once was the full once was <laughs> the full. This is because of course, my friend. Regardless of the weather outside, we would go to whatever concert was there. Um. So, in any event, we went to a concert, Radio City Music Hall, Lady Gaga and uh, Tony Bennett. And they were great. And then they taped for CBS, I think they taped a special for Tony Bennett's 90th birthday, which featured Lady Gaga and a whole bunch of other people. And somehow we got tickets to that. And it was also a Radio City Music Hall. And um, that was incredibly special because of all the the other people that were there what i didn't know was it was an hour special what i didn't know it took four or five hours to tape an hour special so we were there forever (laughs) and i just looked at my friend and i said uh, is you know are we ever going to see tony and lady (laughs) (laughs) i I parked the car but i don't
0: have that much money on me it's new york
2: (laughs) new york which you'll find out
0: yeah i'm selling the car i already sold the car it was hey, your we're, car. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about. Yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry, I sold your car. Um, no, no, I don't mean that part. I mean the oh. part why you sold the car. Yeah, go ahead. Oh. No, 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 no. I'm dad. I'm openly moving to New York. I'm just not telling them what job. But they can. Everyone knows I'm moving to New York. They just. I haven't said where I'm going in New York. Oh, okay. So we're okay. good. We can say I'm moving You're, to New York. So you let mom and I know. <laughs> You know, I don't know. They, I just feel like I should let them say it. Absolutely, you know, they like yeah, they'll do like a press right. release. So I don't want to get in their yeah. way, but I just wanted to tell the viewers. Yeah. Um. Right. Okay. So when you saw Tony, he was yeah uh, obviously so, right. Nine. He died at ninety six. He had uh, I think Alzheimer's, but at that point he still was pretty commanding of the stage. He was. In fact, I was shocked
2: because I read some articles on him in the last couple of days since he died. And he he's had Alzheimer's for five years. So I think when I saw him and he was in, you know, he was in good voice and he put on a good show. He already had the early stages of of Alzheimer's and, um, and he was very, you know, he was very, he was very, very good. Now, of course, even when, even when his mind started, you know, when he started to slip, he could, he could start singing, you know, somebody was at the piano, he'd stand up and start singing. And I saw this great story the other day that, um, that interview with his son, Danny, who managed the second half of his career. Um, good name for a son. I think so. so. <laughs> yeah. So Dan, so Tony's wife, two days before he died, Tony Bennett, who was pretty much out of it at that point, got up, went over to the piano and said to his wife, what would you like to hear? and she said whatever you'd like to sing and he said okay i'll sing this now he's had thousands of songs He sang because of you which was his first hit his first record first hit in 1951 that put him on the map so that first record was also the
0: last song he ever sang holy crap yeah that's beautiful isn't that amazing it I mean, just makes you think of Glenn Campbell like all these stories we're getting now of people with Alzheimer's but when the music comes back they come back. Yeah. yeah.
2: and in fact that's who I was thinking of because they yeah. said he he could still play guitar up until the end. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really re- remarkable and he he had two it was two halves of his career. The the first half was, you know, that he started in 1950 and then after rock and roll came in and he was sort of out of style, he, he sort of fell off the radar for a while. And um, he actually got into some drugs and so forth. And then he lost his money. And then he called his son, who was some sort of a producer, and said, I need you to manage me. And he did. Somehow got him on MTV, which is not, was not his genre. Uh, and Tony Bennett unplugged. It also became an album. It was a, you know, a, a MTV special and it won a Grammy for album of the year. And he was back and he was probably, that was probably 45 years ago, maybe. And mm-hmm. he never looked back. And so it was really, uh, yeah, sometimes they talk about other people's comebacks, like Frank Sinatra have a fallow period. He came back, but Tony Bennett, I mean, from 19, started in 1949 to um let's say he retired three years ago for that's that's seven decades seven decades
0: i sing two songs in the shower my voice is shot for the day i <laughs> this guy's singing for seven decades well considering how well you're doing on the podcast right now should i manage you now in the second half of your career do you want to go uh, on MTV?
2: i was just trying to go out to get the mail i was having struggling yeah Yeah. i would love you to manage me dan i think we're you know
0: i think yeah sure you can manage me i have no talent but you can manage me i don't speedy you're the witness here isn't my father a a whiz
1: he's he's a whiz he's a gem he has just so much wisdom and and uh voice insight he has his voice is
0: deep sounds great in the mic Yeah, I mean, let's look at, like, Sir David Attenborough. Why can't my father do nature documentaries? (laughs) Dad, can you describe a nature scene, please? Well, what year was it? I could tell you what Frank Sinatra recorded. (laughs) (laughs) The year was 60 million B.C., the Tyrannosaurus Rex. I I think that's what we call the callback. That's right. That is, see? A student of the game. Yeah watches yeah. the tape yes yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, i you know Frank Sinatra was always my favorite singer but Tony Bennett was the singer I respected the most I he was just remarkable in so many ways and there was a book called the Zen of Bennett I think it was called because what he did was he stayed in this zone of singing and painting the two things he loved to do all his life and that's how he spent his time. And he went around the world painting and around the world singing and he worked at it every day. And I think that like, to some degree accounts for his longevity.
0: Stick to your interests, even if it's Sinatra yeah. or sports. Yeah. Stick to what you like. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah.
1: This it's is a random great. aside, but uh, I did not realize until I had just visited home. I was there last week that there's a painting in my family home's bathroom that is from tony bennett and i didn't no kidding. know wait, i didn't know you
0: pee next to tony bennett's painting
1: i pee i i urinate <laughs> next to his art is it original I no clue yeah from a it's long, it, long long time but you have an
0: original tony bennett
1: i have an original tony bennett no one find my home no oh. one come inside. <laughs> he, but there he, is he an original paintings. Bennett in the bathroom.
0: Wait, wait you can conf- because uh, Speedy's Italian. Uh, you've confirmed with your father, Mister Dominic, that it's an original Tony Bennett, and that of all the places in your house, he put it next to the potty.
1: And next- <laughs> oh goodness! Well, now you're making me question everything because you're right. Why would you pick that spot if it was original? But this is my understanding. I, okay. I do believe it is. It is original from his hand. <laughs>
2: That's impressive. He he was a great painter, and um, he it was a show once he had a, he had a show in a gallery in uh, New Jersey in the Short Hills Mall, which is a very upscale mall. And I tried to go, I couldn't get in. Place it was just packed, and um, he went around the country and he uh, he did showings of his paintings. He was just very very talented, and and his parents who were old school old world italian they supported him in what he wanted to do so just to diverge from this for a second i never knew this until i read his obituary Tony bennett's obituary the other day that when he was a world war ii he was part of the soldiers that um that freed people from concentration camps including dachau I had, and that helped form his opinion of war. And as a pacifist, and he then marched with Martin Luther King in the uh, 1963 in Selma. Uh, I had no idea he had that. You know, he just just so much to this guy. That wow. I, yeah, yeah. He
0: so was a singer. Know that
1: either yeah.
0: I'm having one of these moments where I'm like, I really should have appreciated Tony Beddow when he was alive. Like, I wish I knew all these things. Well,
2: you know, I would just take that a step further and say you could do that now with your parents. <laughs>
0: <laughs> am I moving back to the East Coast or am I moving back uh, to the East Coast? Oh, I, we appreciate you doing that for us, by the way. Yeah, it was obviously yeah. for you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, no, no, but I, I feel the same way when someone dies. I feel as if I've never appreciated it the way I should have. Even Tony Bennett, because I, you know, I don't remember being, a, I love this music and I don't remember... I wasn't, al- I wasn't alive when Tony Bennett wasn't alive. I said, I really should have appreciated him more.
0: Well, Speedy and I haven't ha- had this conversation since we started the podcast, which just, I think is now at its, t- I think this is our two-year anniversary, like this or next week. So happy two years, Speedy. out Love of you. town. Wow. Um, but in our two years and since conception before that, which I think it started in July, we were like, we don't want the old soul podcast to be the look who just died podcast. Yes, <laughs> we wanted to make sure we celebrated people when they were alive too. Great thought. Yeah, that's
2: a great thought. He was just so so special. Um, you could oh, you couldn't just tell how people. I can't tell you how many times people have brought him up in the last few days. It was he, he meant a lot to people, and some of the people weren't even like like you guys. It's not as if you listen to his music every day but you appreciate him and you appreciated his role and his longevity and, and music and plus your old souls
0: if you're an old soul at gmail.com if you too <laughs> uh, feel this way about tony bennett i actually uh when he died i thought about uh one of my earliest memories of tony bennett does not have to do with you dad i'm sorry it has to do with your mom uh but grammy I remember being at her pool one time when I was like eight and her and I singing The Simple Life together. Uh, I became obsessed with that song all of a sudden and her and I singing it just thinking like how many she's 92? 93 now? 92. Yeah, how yeah. many Like, besides for me who, who is a self-proclaimed old soul but how many can like bond with somebody who is 70 years older than them about a singer? They have to be pretty special. Just like we can both like Casablanca, which is eighty years old, right? We can both like this singer, that's ninety six, right? Right. I think that encapsulates his lasting yeah. power.
2: Yeah, I think so. But it also says a lot about you that you appreciate this kind of music and um and and Speedy appreciate well, this kind of music, the old movies, and that uh, you don't dismiss them because they um. Because they're older and they're not of this generation, that it says a lot about you guys.
0: Well, thank you. But when I was sitting in the back seat, why didn't you put on In Sync? <laughs> why didn't you put on Backstreet Boys this or Britney is your Spears? Fault, sir. Yeah, <laughs> this is what you played in the well, car. Listen,
2: I made some concessions. I remember when Eric and I went into a store and he wanted an Eminem poster. I'm not talking about the candy. I'm talking about the wrapper. <laughs> of and course, one, one was one. One who was more profane than the next. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I gave in. Um, but, I, you know, I, I, people have always asked me, well, you know, what do you do differently for your kids than your parents? did? And I want to always say, first thing I always say is I never put down their music because I remember what it was like for when parents put down our music when I was a kid. So I never put down. I mean, I'd appreciate it. I mean, I want to hear it. Hanson, I heard that beep. What was it? Bop bop
0: beep bop. Whatever it was, I think that but... that is what it's called colloquially. Mm, beep bop boop bop. Mm,
1: beep
0: bop. bop yeah, bop, bop, bop. boop that's, bop. Yeah, that is, that's just essential. Yeah, yeah. Eric had bop. that on uh, on on auto loop. He did, he did that in the Christmas <laughs> CD. He had Hanson's Christmas <laughs> CD too.
2: Yeah, yeah. But I never put it. I never put it down.
0: Well, I, I appreciate that, um, and you did a great job doing that when I was just listening to all the music that you liked. <laughs> You were well, very good at that. Kick,
2: people always get a kick out of the fact that um, you not only know the music that I played, you could tell me what track it was on the CD because you sat in the backseat of a car. all those years. In fact, it came up last night um, at dinner. We were talking about Tony Bennett. And I said, well, my son would reference a song like on the Frank Sinatra live album. And he said, oh, yeah, that was that was track ten.
0: That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at the sands, I uh, I think ten is you make me feel so young, and thirteen is uh, <laughs> giving to the church on time. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, you know all the words by now
2: because you've heard it enough times, whether you like it or not. The
0: back seat of the car. Oh, speaking of old phrase of the day, and then I'll I'll wrap soon because um, we're gonna run out of time on the Zoom. Dad, yeah, sorry. In-, in no no no. In Get Me to the church on time, he says, Pull out a whopper. Let's have a whopper. Let's have a whopper. Is he saying a lie or
2: is the. That's the line. No whopper is uh, like a, a heck of a great time or a party. Let's have a whopper.
0: Oh, that's such a better old phrase of the day. Okay. I'm. Yeah, whopper. Oh, whopper. I, I, I would assume that's where the Burger King. Like it's a good time. It.
2: It's just a good yeah, time.
0: Let's have a whopper of her time. Yeah, you that's know, a little whopper. Oh, all, I love time. That. all right, I'm gonna make a crooner and whopper. That's way better. Yeah. Um, yeah. okay, dad, last question for you. Because we didn't get yes. to it in the last two months. Uh are you a fan of Alan Arkin? <laughs> I... <laughs> 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 um, yeah, Danny. Uh, I am a fan of Alan Arkin.
2: How <laughs> intuitive.
0: I uh the day after he passed away and we loved him he's a Jew yeah. from New York right um I'm I rewatched uh the Russians are coming which you and I watched when I was in middle school He's yeah. still really good in it and it's like his first movie It's his first movie which always blows me
2: away cuz he was a theater actor and acting in a movie is totally different from what I understand and he nailed it got an academy award nomination and not only is that hard for your first movie it's hard for a comedy. because You don't see a lot of, yeah, comedies nominated for especially for best actor. Uh, so it was remarkable. And when he tried out for the for the movie, in his audition, they thought he was Russian. Some of the people thought he was Russian because the accent was so good.
0: But he was just doing gibberish.
2: He was uh, uh, no the accent. He was he was speaking. He was English doing an
0: accent with a
2: Russian accent. Yeah, and, and then inventing his Russian. own gibberish. Yeah, I guess I I I guess it was just he was just remarkable, but but I never I had never up to that point I had never seen and most actors especially then you know you kind of they had a persona and you know Cary Grant was basically Cary Grant in every movie and uh, uh, James Stewart was basically James Stewart in every movie. Alan Arkin came on the scene out of nowhere. He played a Russian, then he played this sadistic uh, killer and wait until dark soon after that and then he was in the heart is lonely hunter which is one of my favorite movies and books he was also nominated for right after that he played a very sad deaf mute that's a guy is remarkable remarkable talent and then came to find out does this answer your question if i'm a fan of his i'm
0: kidding and then i came to find (laughs) i'm trying to get there i don't want to jump to conclusions
2: Ben, ben, I came to find out that years before he was a folk singer in a trio, and he co-wrote the song that Harry Belafonte sang, called "Deo," which is called the Banana Boat Song. You're kidding? Deo. No, he co-wrote what? that. Yeah, it, it it may have been a Jamaican song that he changed, but he he's yeah, listed as the co-writer. Listed. As a co-writer, and he was in this group, this folk singing group, which he quit out of boredom, Um, <laughs> and because he really just wanted to use that to, as a foot in the door. But he's listed as the co-writer of the Banana Boat song, Deo. Really remarkable guy. Anyway, that was a yes. So was there something you wanted to talk about, or, <laughs> or did I? uh I've talked much more than I planned to, but that's what I always do.
0: Well, this is an interview. Ah. Yeah, and you got the right. job. Good. Is there a 401k
2: plan with this?
0: <laughs> I'll see if we have benefits. Uh, usually you have to be full-time to get them, but we'll find you another podcast. We have to make our competitor Johnny Carson podcast after all. Okay. Here's well, Marky. I'm expecting a call when Jack Jones dies. Jack Jones. <laughs> 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 I have never heard of him in my life, and I, I feel terrible about it, but now we got to celebrate him. You know, The first year of our podcast, Speedy Now, we spent every episode honoring uh, the oldest woman. Kane Tanaka. Kane Kane Tanaka, the oldest living woman who then uh, passed away. What's she saying? She sang happy birthday like 126 times. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh, that's right. She was the oldest oldest living woman. Right. Um, I think she was like 119, but she passed away. So we've been looking for someone else to. Uh, honor like an oldest living person so maybe speedy we should pay more uh homage homage to Jack Jones.
1: Yeah Jack
0: Jones is about eighty five.
2: He's yeah, he's he was a great singer. His father was a singer and his father was a singer in the Marx Brothers movie. Where I, Alan Jones. How know. do you How do I know that?
0: Where Where what is your
1: father an encyclopedia?
0: of one it's, topic it, is the topic showbiz that's a big topic yeah, topic topic is
2: yeah, still this yeah topic <laughs> is this. yeah
0: you know i just i just want to toot my own horn here because a lot of people would be like i want to bring my dad on the podcast They're like oh, okay but i was like like speedy didn't question it for a second she was like oh i bet danny's dad probably knows a lot about <laughs> <laughs> Bennett. but i still didn't think it'd be this much that's it i would you know, if you had this podcast when
2: Frank Sinatra died, we'd probably be on for like a week and a half. <laughs> It'd be a mini series. By the way, before before you let me go, before you throw me out, I mean it. It was recently the twenty fifth anniversary of Frank Sinatra's uh, passing, and I was in the supermarket the other. And the reason I knew that I was in the supermarket the other day, and you know, in the supermarket where they have the magazines, and Life Magazine always has like these uh, collectors' items of. you uh, Whoever it is, uh, Queen Elizabeth, or whoever it is, uh, and and there was one for Frank Sinatra. I said, "Well, what is Frank Sinatra? Why is there a special collector's item magazine for Frank Sinatra, especially in the South?" He doesn't wear a cowboy hat, and it it. Then I realized it was the 25th anniversary of his passing, and so there's another guy who who's, who lives on. Yes,
0: old oh, blue eyes. Lives on in the many paintings.
2: Yeah. So I just want to do one more thing.
1: 25 years after his death.
2: I think he is. I mean, I know I'm an old, you guys are old souls and I'm just old. So we know him. (laughs) I I don't know who, uh, I don't know who knows him anymore. Who doesn't know him?
0: Uh, The Zoom is going to run out. Dad, you were fantastic. Thank you so much. You made this podcast 10 times better. Thank you.
2: Uh, Thank you. Well, it's a great podcast i always enjoy listening to it and i'll leave you with this tony bennett my favorite quote of to tony bennett who was a new yorker through and through danny remember this he says when you're not in new york
0: <laughs> oh the zoom just died you've got to be kidding me Ah, uh, the zoom just died <laughs> hmm. We we usually use a different program and then uh it was we we're having trouble figuring it out um on my dad's laptop, so we switched to Zoom. Which is fine, because uh, I just wanted to get my dad on the pod because I I knew that he has so much information and it was really great to listen to. You know, I love my dad. Um but as you know, Zoom has a time limit and uh now I don't know the quote. <laughs> I want to hop back on the Zoom so we can get the quote. I'm waiting for it to convert, but I want the quote. So please bear with me. I'll edit this together so you're not the one waiting for 10 minutes. But if you're listening to this right now, don't give up. I'm going to get the quote. We have my father back. Uh, Dad, I just want to say that uh, that felt like Mission Impossible 8. Because I was watching, (laughs) like, the countdown clock. I was like, he's not going to make it. He's not going to make it. I had no idea. Sorry,
2: I'm sorry. You did no. look a you did look a little um, uh,
0: anxious. Let's say I was what, well. Only... he just
1: really wanted to hear this quote.
0: I it know, was so ready. It's going to change my life.
2: Well, it's, it's apropos because Tony My favorite quote of Tony Bennett's is, "When you're when you're out of New York, you're out of town," and meaning that mm-hmm. the wor- New York is the world to him and uh when you're out of new york you're out of town that's so good a lot of new yorkers feel that way in fact there was a poster i saw for sale once in new york it was like a a guy was walking on a flat map and it said new york he's walking new york and then he got to the edge and it fell off a cliff at the end of the new york (laughs) (laughs) and it kind of was a visual of uh, tony bennett's quote
0: oh well that is great i am moving there you know I didn't know
2: what I was supposed to say. So I I told mom, you got to stop. You got to stop doing the um, billboards on the highway here.
0: (laughs) It's exciting
2: news when your boy's coming home. Um, It is. We are. We're beside ourselves.
0: We really are. Of course, I never got to Denver, but that's okay. Well... um... It's very beautiful. I love it very much. And any listeners from Denver who are listening to this, uh, I tried to convey my emotions in my social media post, and I will again on air. But I love Denver, and I'll miss it very much. A
2: beautiful post, and it, it, from the pictures, the videos you've sent, it looks just beautiful.
0: Well, I did a story today in Boulder, and I was looking at the mountains, and I was like, I am going to miss this place. Yeah, this is a gem. But New York's school, too. Uh, well, so.
2: Yeah, you're just in for mountains of garbage, but that's okay. It's got <laughs> mountains <laughs> of garbage. <laughs> you know what? I, the one the one thing I really wanted to see was red rock.
0: Yeah, yeah. And any Coloradoan will tell you, Dad, it's red rocks. They get it wrong all the time.
2: Yeah. Whenever <laughs> Eric lived in Silver Spring, I used to say Silver Springs, and he
0: said, Dad, Silver Spring. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get those things. Anymore. It's okay. You. uh I I will take it to Red Rocks one day. It'd be really cool to bring you there. Yeah, we'll get out there someday. Um, Dad, thank you for coming on the podcast. I hope. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank
2: you for asking me. It was a lot of fun. I hope I didn't uh, bore you with all the uh, mundane details of Tony's Ben's life, but I know you guys are old souls and appreciate
0: uh, yes. these people. There are many people out there who wouldn't appreciate it. But our listeners and us too are the people that don't. We we love this stuff. So yes,
1: this is exactly what we wanted. Yes, actually.
0: good. All right. Well, listen,
2: I have to go do some research on Jack Jones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got a pod coming. You got you got to uh, get yeah. ready for it. You're a closer. Okay. For well, take care you. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Dad. Bye. Bye, Poppy. Bye.
1: Thank you, Mr. New.
0: Bye, Speedy. <laughs> all right ladies gentlemen everyone that was mark new my dad speedy what are your thoughts you've met him a couple times including my college our college graduation
1: yeah i've I've met him a couple times and but usually at at big boisterous events where many Mm, different people are trying to talk to us right not intimate this is the first time that i got to see him just expound and my goodness I mean, just the man to see cares. him play.
0: Yeah. You want to see him in person.
1: Yeah, to see his li- well, eyes light up. My goodness.
0: was <laughs> just like, you know, he signs every painting, Benedetto. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> and then we just like, for fun, because I know he loves Alan Arkin, who also recently passed, and is both one of our, our favorite actors, um, our whole family. Just to be like, hey, Dad, do you like Alan Arkin? And he's like, you did you know that he co-wrote this song and for Harry Belafonte. Right, because
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, you As might think, dad. oh, did he just go and research all that Tony Bennett stuff because he knew he was going to come on? If you had any question, no, his brain just stores that knowledge. He did not know you were going <laughs> to ask about Alan Arkin, but he just had that little he tidbit in the pocket.
0: Like, Can I read you our text conversation about coming on the podcast? Because he didn't know until we recorded this oh, Tuesday, sure. which yeah, is yeah. today, the day we're recording it. Here's our text conversation. um scrolling scrolling sorry I'm, te- I'm scrolling through all the technical difficulties before we start recording. <laughs> okay here we go um hey at 4 p.m your time do you want to come do 15 minutes of interview about tony bennett on the podcast with speedy and i 15 minutes uh and then he said he said sure any prep And then I said, no, just be casual. I'm just going to ask you generally how he came to fame, and we'll talk about how he ranks and categorizes among the other crooners. And then he just said, okay, easy peasy.
1: (laughs) 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 I had this whole conversation with myself already when I was reading the news about his passing. Yeah, I I did this. Yeah.
0: And then he he said what he said on the podcast already, so I feel okay reading this. He said, uh, I was listening to different versions of... I left my heart in San Francisco to see how they compare to Tony Bennett. No one comes close, even Frank. And then he said he also listened to Frank Zappa's version, who apparently oh. also recorded that.
1: Did he really?
0: Yeah, this is what my dad does though. Like I have memories of him like trying to see who could do the best version of different like standards. Wow. And and songs, and that's what he likes to do. So. Wow. And well, uh, anyway, there were a lot of other things I wanted to talk about today, but. Um, my father's yeah. just really entertaining and informative, and we didn't really get at them. But we never got to talk about the Kennedy Center Honors that came out, which is like was the Super Bowl in my house growing up, because as you figured out, we did not do sports. Just me and my brother did. <laughs> um, Speedy, did you see you made the Kennedy Center Honors this year?
1: Well, I, I didn't. I actually would love if you could inform me. Oh, I'm this is going to be a
0: live, live, live reveal of something that came out a month ago?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Let's do it, babe. How exciting. Uh, when did this come out? Not important, because you're learning it now. Okay. First up, Billy Crystal.
1: Okay. Very
0: nice. Finally. It's... I don't know. Like, the, at this, like, what is, for someone to get a Kennedy, I don't know. There's no benchmark of their impact. I don't know how you measure it, but I really love Billy Crystal, so I'm cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> works for me you know he's been in comedy since the 70s so yeah yeah um that's true when renee they... fleming sorry what are we gonna say well
1: i was gonna say you being a, a long time lover of these awards right right is the benchmark just we feel like an impact has been made yeah do, do they say anything yeah it's
0: or... lifetime achievement but i don't know <laughs> they have to... The problem with the Kennedys is that they have to be alive so they could mm-hmm. go do this big, like, tribute ceremony.
1: You're right. That is a problem, as we know so on our they, podcast. Like, you
0: know. Yeah. That really affects <laughs> us. But I think there was a thing... I think they, like... Maybe they missed Elvis by a year. Like, he Ooh. died the year before it started or something. It was, like, something like that. Or, like, they should just do some people that passed away. Do Jimi Hendrix or something. Right. Um, oh, Speedy, this one's made for us. This is actually the only reason I wanted to tell you this. Guess who's getting a Kennedy this year?
1: Dun-dun-dun. Who?
0: Okay, let's see if I can give it away without saying it. Okay, I'm going to see how vague I can be (laughs) to see if you'll get it anyway. Here we go. Hey.
1: Is it Neil Young?
0: Uh, n- no. Oh, I really oh thought no. Had that. I felt good about that one. No, oh, Neil oh, Young will be uh, ha. Neil Young would be right. ha. This guy's ha. Hey.
1: <gasps> oh, ooh, ooh! I gotta dig into it. Could we make so many beeps and boops and?
0: Okay. Hey. Okay. Oh, let me try harder. Ba- let me try harder. Not Barry um, Gibb. It's Barry Gibb. It's Barry Gibb. That must be oh, me. let's there go! There we go! You did it!
1: There we go! You did
0: it! Wow, Barry. And this Gibb. is really about you.
1: Congra- <laughs> congratulations and congratulations to me for understanding and what our your friendship, your your meep was. I think and I, I mean- blew out the mic with how loud I laughed.
0: Uh, it did look that way in the levels but that's okay (laughs) um the other two queen latifah okay who uh you know they've done ll cool j now and now queen latifah so they're starting get the rappers from the 80s who kind of made it famous for a lot of people and then oh speedy This one's going to make you probably the happiest of all. I forgot about this. This is going to make you the happiest.
1: Is it Kate Bush? Mm.
0: (laughs) The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame wasn't enough. (laughs) No. The effort to get people who watch Stranger Things to tap into things that only old people like continues. (laughs) I'm going to give her a candidate, too. I mean, she deserves one. Uh, Most pop artists these days, especially female ones, really say kate bush influenced them so i would be cool with it yeah uh no okay i'm just gonna here's to this time i'm not gonna do an impression of this person i'm just gonna say the lyrics the first sentence to a song of hers one word at a time until you get it
1: oh my goodness okay and you said her see, see how many it's a, words it's a it lady
0: takes. it's a lady
1: it's a lady singer okay okay
0: now i'm second guessing if i know the words by heart hold on oh. <laughs> let me make sure i have this right Now I'm terrified.
1: I'm I'm scared now too.
0: (gasps) Because what if I get it wrong? Okay. Okay. Okay, I did have I did have it wrong. (laughs) Glad I looked this up. Okay. Here we go. See how many words this takes. The do you have it yet?
1: Um, it's clearly um 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 I was going <laughs> to say Jodie Foster. That's not her name. Goodness gracious. Just keep Jody going, Jodie Foster? That's <laughs> no, not a singer.
0: What do you mean, what do you mean Jodie Foster?
1: I, I panicked. Is there an opening number was, to
0: Silence the Lambs?
1: <laughs> I was thinking Joni Mitchell, but I'm so anxious. <laughs> Jodie Foster.
0: No. I think she got it last year. Did she? Joni Mitchell. I okay. think she did. So it's a good guess. when I mean, you're you're close in time. Okay. Mm-hmm. The moment.
1: I wake up let's before go. I put on my, on my
0: makeup. I say, I say a, a little, little
1: prayer, prayer for you.
0: you. Wow. Walk home in my hair now, <laughs> now. and wondering, wondering what, what dress to, dress to wear now. I say, I say a little prayer, prayer, prayer for
1: you. you. Forever and ever.
0: Uh, anyway, it's Dionne Warwick.
1: Wow, how exciting. That really is This is, is a big day for us.
0: Yeah. Very big day for us. Wow. Maybe wow, you'll wow. watch.
1: <laughs> I, it's a crime. I should watch. It's, time.
0: it's the biggest event in my household growing up. The other thing I wanted to do was read through Fallout Boy's new... Uh, update of um we didn't start the fire but then i thought about it and i was like you know i'm going to new york (laughs) gonna be national media now i don't need to be making fun of people just because uh the internet's piling on them i mean listen there are parts of the song that are very funny because he they didn't do it chronologically so the lyrics when they updated billy joel's 1989 classic uh, you know, just, just, but it's the same as Billy Joel's song. There are parts that are funny of that because you just have never seen all these, like, pop culture phenomenons next to each other in a sentence, and they're usually next to some tragedies. So, like, the, the juxtaposition of it all being laid out there, lyrically, is funny, but in reality, Fall Out Boy was big for me growing up. They were a yeah. huge part of my childhood, and the dances where I was rejected, <laughs> why would I make fun of them? They're they're harmless. Harmless fun. They're just, uh, can I just read you some of my favorite excerpts and then I'll let oh. you go back to work. Then I run your lunch break.
1: Oh, please do. Please do. My goodness.
0: Okay. I'm not like, it's just, it's not funny because Fallout Boy did it. It's funny because it's just, it's weird to think of your life as history, that you're in living history. Yeah. So when he presents it to you as living history, it's like, oh, this is awkward, but it's not his fault. It's a little his fault that it's not chronological, so sometimes you're like, well, that didn't happen at the same time. But other than that, it's fine. Um, Okay. First sentence, second paragraph. Harry Potter, Twilight, Michael Jackson dies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Nuclear accident, Fukushima, Japan. Oh. Crimean Peninsula, Cambridge Analytica, Kim Jong-un, Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man. Wow. We didn't start the fire.
1: Wait Oh, this is funny. Oh Danny, I'm so sorry. I should be more respectful. It's very funny. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) The juxtaposition between these fun things and then
0: disasters. I haven't seen this before. I just haven't seen this before. Just putting actors next to Kim Jong un it's like I Yeah. You know? That but that's that's the setup that Billy Joel did. He's just doing what Billy Joel did. It's just because we live in the now, it's like Iron Man and Kim Jong Un are in a stance together. <laughs>
1: right. yeah. In a
0: stanza together, this is fantastic.
1: Right, and I guess um, it's not saying that the song is is bad. It's not actually a criticism of the song to say that that's funny. It's just wow, what funny times that we're living in that these things all yeah just,
0: yeah are happening at the same exactly. time. Yeah, um, Trump gets impeached twice. Polar bears got no ice. <clears throat> Firefest, Black Parade, Michael Phelps, Y2K. wow boris johnson brexit kanye west and taylor swift stranger things tiger king ever given suez
1: i love that tiger king was such a phenomenon that it gets to live forever in, this in the song because song. Yeah. this
0: is our textbook right so tiger king's in the textbook um <laughs> so here's the thing there's a part where you go they go oh 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 which I assume is the part where Billy Joel does the oh-oh in honor of Buddy Holly, which is the next line. But in, yeah. cause that's why he does it, to like do Billy, Buddy Holly style. I think it's Buddy Holly. Yeah. Buddy Holly, Ben-Hur. In this scenario, he goes, oh-oh-oh, Michael Jordan, 23, YouTube killed, MTV, SpongeBob, Golden State killer got caught. <laughs> killer got got
1: caught caught. is the oh 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 in this case the golden state killer when he realizes he's getting caught
0: oh 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 (laughs) Oh, oh. they're on me they got me they got me they got me yeah it's again i don't want to make fun of them they're just trying to do a thing i even have a quote from uh, i think pete wentz about it uh who, who did he say this to i want to he was on a podcast with zane lowe and apple music and he said I think that the beauty of the way that music and art works now is that you put something out there, if it misses, it kind of just doesn't go anywhere. And if people like it, then it becomes a thing. But you can put a lot more things kind of out into the ether, or into the ether, and it just becomes white noise. If people don't like it, you know what I mean? People don't go, the Fallout Boy cover, if we didn't start the fire, ruined their career. They were good until then. It just doesn't exist in that way anymore, really. So he's aware that he took a shot. And he knows maybe people won't like it. Whatever. You're just trying new things. Just like us in life, we try new things. Sometimes they receive well. Sometimes they're not. It happens. Uh, yeah. SpongeBob, Golden State Killer, got caught back to back. That's one way to take your shot. All right.
1: You know, just throw stuff at the wall. See if it sticks. Is SpongeBob and the Golden State Killer going to stick? Up to you. Up to you.
0: Being read on this podcast. It's taken it's over. Right. Yeah. People are talking.
1: And I also, people are talking. Well, I like too that, because um, I really like what he's saying. And I also appreciate that it encourages us as viewers, as, as sorry, as listeners to give Fallout Boy some slack. Like, yeah, everybody, it's not a big deal if you don't like this. Stuff. It's fine. <laughs> yeah.
0: Please don't ruin our career.
1: Yeah. We're just yeah. trying See, something here. We're just trying. We're cool. You're and you're cool with us, right? Because we're we're being cool about it. We're Fallout Boy.
0: I did read a Billy Joel quote. He was like on some radio show, I think, and he said he said uh, basically something everyone always asked him when he was gonna update it. He was like, Everybody said, Well aren't you going to do a part two? And I said, Nah, I already done part one. So Fallout Boy, go ahead. Great, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't care less. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "I'm a billionaire. I don't care." And That's That's so funny. That's so funny.
1: Wow. Well, yeah, did Fall Out Boy have to ask I mean, it seems like he doesn't care, but did they have to ask any sort of permission? Not that they have to, but this is such a cultural landmark. It's like, "Okay, we're going to make the next installment of this song that is, you know, a summation of the times that we live in now." We, we are the stewards of this now. You know? That's a big responsibility.
0: They were like, Secretary, get me Nickelodeon on the phone. <laughs> Hello, is this, is this Joseph Nickelodeon? Hi, Mr. <laughs> Nickelodeon. Yes. Uh, great news. We are writing a textbook for the next generation because we've taken responsibility. And one well, do you use Spongebob? I know. Yeah, no. We're gonna use Spongebob isn't that great? Yeah, I'll be there forever. Listen while I have you <laughs> would it be okay if we said Spongebob Golden State killer got caught? Is that what you're going for on your family cartoon network? Thanks thanks okay yeah,
1: it just goes really well together in you know the the, the rhythm
0: yeah, it just it flows. Even though we're not even going chronologically, so we have 35 years of history, we could just pick any other thing at any given point. We could say, like, Spongebob, uh, frozen yogurt comes back. (laughs) Like, that would have been fine. But no, we're going to do the Golden State Killer getting caught. Is that okay? Okay, okay. thanks. Okay, bye. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Thank you. And that was Pete Wentz, personally.
0: That was Pete Wentz and Joseph Nickelodeon. You already said yes. Sorry. Bye. Okay, bye. (laughs) Can you imagine if like ours was like, uh, we did, like We did a We Didn't Start the Fire It would just be like Alan Arkin died Then Tony Bennett ben died, died. <laughs> uh, Kenny Tanaka Tina died Tina Turner died <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alan Arkin died
1: uh,
0: Betty White died uh... Betty White died We didn't start, start the, the fire Peter. The moment I wake up I get dressed and put on my makeup
1: okay. And I save a little prayer for you.